What's good, podcast? Drake Talks coming at you live with another episode. Now, today, we have a very special guest. I'm going to let him introduce himself. I will put um, the Instagram handle of his in the description. But anyways, without further ado, uh, just introduce yourself. And we'll 30-second spiel. What's going on, everybody? I'm Darren Edwards or Darian TBE on Instagram. I'm part of the Flip Flip group. Uh, my main focus is shoes. And I've been following my man Drake for a long time, so I'm ready to like give you guys a little bit of information on what I do. Super yeah, this dude's super dope. He, okay, uh, let's let's just jump in here. By why do you only buy shoes? Like, why is that your niche? Uh, to be honest, like I tried a lot of the other things, but a couple weeks ago, probably like six or seven weeks ago now, mm-hmm. I made like a huge flip in the group, and like I was like, oh my god, like holy shit, like this is the one right here. I don't know. If do you remember what me. pair it was? Oh uh, yeah, it was the it was the Nike Adapt. Yeah. Uh, yep. Hey, did <laughs> you flip those on eBay or StockX? Sorry, I, I flipped, flipped mine on eBay. Yeah, I flipped them on stock or on or on eBay like super quick. Like literally, I listed them for maybe thirty minutes and they sold. I think I got them for three eighty yep. and they sold for like six hundred. Yeah, dude. Oh, I remember that. I sold mine for like five five fifty or something like that, and you sold yours for six hundred right after me, and I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was insane because, yeah, I saw the price going up on StockX, and I knew mm-hmm. there was a lot of hype for it since I had just sold out. So I just raised the price a little bit higher than everybody else and just took a chance. So I wonder what the uh, what do you know what price they're at right now? I'm gonna check. It's actually I'm pretty sure it's lower. I think it's down it closer to 440, depending on which size you have. Let's check this out here. Hyper Adapt. There's a ton of them on StockX. Right. I think it was just called Adapts on. Let's right, see. adapt BBs. Yep, US charger. Uh, what size did you have? Do you remember? Hmm, I want to say I had an eight point five. Yeah, so last sale was four fifty. So it's it's not bad, but man, eBay, we really you get a lot more on eBay. You know? eBay, eBay is honestly like that's why I sell most of my shoes currently. It's just that, like, since you sell most, my, since I sell most of my shoes on there, like, I have problems on there too, just with customers complaining at times. Mm-hmm. Like, I had one guy say, "Oh, I didn't know this was from the outlet. I didn't know it had the top of the. I didn't know the top of the box was missing, even though it said it in the description. So there was nothing he could really do against me. So I wasn't worried. Not even read descriptions, man. And it can, it just like I really want to know if people just don't read descriptions if they just buy it when they see pics or what like because i i get that a lot of the time they're like oh um how come the like the box is off like you said like we'll use that as an example and you'll be like it's literally in the description the first thing you read like like i'm sorry like you didn't read that you know i completely understand like it, it happens but what you were saying about like why i picked shoes so i kind of after you recommended i think it was uh, Rizzy now you recommended them to me I looked at their page They're awesome. and I was like this is so easy like it just made it just made sense to me I guess not that it's easy it's simple and it made sense mm-hmm. to me so literally every single week after that I just kept going to Nike outlets and just scanning shoes and kind of trying to get a feel for it and every time I go I just get better and better honestly do you uh do your outlets have the full boxes as well or just the ones at the top off I'm kind of lucky. I'm in a really good area. I'm right next to DC. I'm literally 40 minutes away. So there's uh-huh. like five outlets in this area. And we have one of like the only clearance stores. 
So we have one store that has like no top of boxes. It's all clearance shoes. Like all the tops are ripped off. Yep. But there's four other stores that have the boxes as well for like StockX flips. Jeez. Do you how many like StockX flips do I have right now? Like uh, when you go on like your average, you know, trip to the outlet, how many times do you find direct to StockX flips? If I flip it in store. If I visit at least three stores, I might find like two or three, but it's nice because it's instant. Yeah. And I yeah. want to make sure like that minimum, like I make, it sounds, you know, like, it, but it's quick. So like if I, I want to make at least $20 because it's like uh-huh. instant. So yeah. That's like the minimum I'll take after fees. Dude, I, well, it's just like if you're walking down the street and you find fucking 20 bucks, like obviously you're going to pick it up. Exactly. You know? And it's, it takes the same amount of time with those shoes, like. You literally got to press that StockX button, sell now, and it's sold. It, and that's like the same as reaching down to pick up a $20 bill on the street. The same it, thing. It really is because I do it before I even purchase the shoe. Yeah. So it's wild. That's like my favorite part about it because I actually had a problem one time where I went to click it and it didn't go through. So I clicked another one. Luckily, there's another one for like $3 less than uh-huh. I took, but... I can imagine that if I bought it and there wasn't another one and that one didn't work, then I'd have been a little sad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's just switch over here to, you know, how are how does it like work for you uh, being in the military and also reselling? Like, what are the limitations? What are the pro- uh I mean, one of the big things is like the days that I might have duty. Like, I it's kind of random at times. Like, hey, you have duty today. So mm-hmm. days when you were going to go on like a big sourcing trip or go somewhere special because they had a deal, you can't go. So you just have to deal with that. Like you really just have to find the time. I'm kind of lucky because of where I'm stationed. Mm-hmm. We don't do as many exercises as uh, other units would do depending on where you're at. Yep. So, so it I, all I, works I, out. Right. I, I kind of got lucky here. So I just find the time. I plan my routes. And then on the weekends, I just go out to the Nike outlets all over the place. I I mean, I go to Virginia, Delaware, Maryland, I go down to D.C. I'm all over the place. Dude, that's super dope. Dude, that actually sounds fun, like, uh, being able to, like, go all over a little bit and see a little bit of everything on uh, the East Coast. Yeah, it's sweet. Like, all these states are so close, so, so it's easy to travel. Seems dope. Um, what made you, like... What to get into reselling? Like, I know it's such a vague question, and everybody <laughs> asks you, you know, it's kind of hard to pinpoint unless you really think about it a lot or get asked about it a lot. But what really made you want to get into it? I'll be honest with you, I've been doing something entrepreneur related for like six or seven years now. And even when I was younger, before I really like called myself an entrepreneur, I was always trying to sell things. So in high school, I always tried to buy stuff off Craigslist and resell it. And then I kind of just always wanted to find something to do. Like, I wanted to have actual physical product. So, like, uh, I tried I tried network marketing. I didn't really like that. Uh, I tried uh-huh. trading. I wasn't very good. I wasn't patient enough for it, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's a lot of emotions <laughs> I, in that shit, man. Seriously. Uh, I, tried, I tried affiliate marketing. Um, I've tried... I tried. I did drop shipping for a while, which I enjoyed, but back in the day, I guess I was kind of not disciplined. So I, I would 
spend the money instead of reinvesting into my business. Mm-hmm. Which from now, I, I reinvest all my profits since I have my full-time military career as well. Don't you feel like um, people that, like, I just don't get the, get the desire or the need to just spend my money on shit. Whereas I see other people around me just, like, love buying new clothes and they literally overpay for everything like, without a second thought, you know? I understand completely. Like, for me, I feel like I get that shopping kick out of me when I go shopping for shoes. Yeah. Because in the past, I, I never really had the habit of buying myself a lot of things. Like, I have a couple pairs of shoes now, but most of the time, it's just people buying me stuff. So, I'm like, thank you. It's, like, either my birthday or some mm-hmm. holiday. So, I get kind of lucky there. Which is pretty Like, you, you said it perfectly. It's like when you're thrifting. Uh, and you find some cool stuff, like you know you you ain't gonna wear it, but you just get that thrill of buying it and that flip. You buy it for four, and then you see it selling for like sixty or seventy. <laughs> you're like, oh hell yeah! And it gets that. You're, you're right, dude. I've never even thought of it like that. Like it gets that kick out of you to just Seriously. go go crazy and just spend. Like when I go to Goodwill, I don't care how much I spend as long as I know I'm making profit on it. You know, I'll drop one exactly. k in that bitch. I don't know. <laughs> Like, for me, like, when I'm out at the outlets and I find a shoe that I know, like, I usually search for shoes that obviously kind of, like, similar to Renzi, like, they cost under 30 or I can get them under $30, but they retail at 100 or more. Mm-hmm. So when I find a shoe that I know is going to sell for, like, 60 70 bucks, and I get it for $12, like, I just feel amazing. I'm like, yes. Dude, that's huge. Like, I have an outlet. It's, like, an hour and a half away, but they're never, like, crazy low. They're always, like... 80 90 bucks before the discount and i see like on uh his stories that renzi or reasoning whatever i forgot you said but um they always get stuff for like six dollars or something weird you know it's wild yeah so you have to honestly make a relationship with the employees like they i go to all of them so much that they recognize me when i go in and like sometimes i'm like i'll call them beforehand like hey do you guys have any deals this weekend and luckily, if I get the person that I talk to a lot, they're like, yeah, actually, we have some nice shoes here right now. So I kind of got the hookup that way, too. Like, I'm a pretty, I guess, social person when it comes to that stuff. I'm, yep. I'm, I make friends really easily. Well, that's good because that's what this business, business is. It's a lot of uh, networking that people don't even know about, you know. Especially if you're, you're going to pick up shoes. stuff. Yeah. If you're going to go pick up stuff, you want to have the upper hand on everyone else. True. Plus, when you, if you, I want to become like really, really good friends with them if I can, because then they have like the friends and family deals. Yeah. And I can really go like pick out shoes for StockX and everything. And it's just good to be nice. True. That's true. You know, like, like, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to be uh, disrespectful to any relationships that you could get out of like these things. And in the end, it's always going to benefit you. It's going to benefit that other person that you're um, building that relationship with. And everyone wins, you know. That's true. Plus, you always feel more comfortable in the store when you talk to yeah. the employees first. Like, hey, I'm going to be buying a lot of shoes. Is there any, like, specific rules that I should be following? And most of the time, it's like, hey, you just need to keep your shoes together in one place. Don't have them all over the place. So, And then if you could actually talk about shoes, too, that's even better. Do you do a lot of yard sales? Uh, I mean, it's still kind of like winter, springtime in the Northeast, yeah. so the yard sales haven't really come yet, but I used to live down in Miami, and they have them all year round. I used to always go to the yard sales. 
So, um, what's your like favorite way to source aside from the outlets or the Nike outlets? It would definitely be. I mean, I've had some trouble, but um, places I found actual success at is definitely Ross, Burlington, um, and if you go to like Goodwill and Salvation Army on the days that they actually have deals, but you have to call. Like, I called all the stores in my area and found out when they get new supplies, which most of them said, "Oh, every day." But you can yep. find out what days they have like premium deals on because those are only days it goes. Those are only days it makes sense to go to and uh, mm-hmm. buy them at that cheaper price. Dude, the best feeling is pulling into that Goodwill and you see the semi truck there, or he's leaving. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And then you go out and get some heat. You're like, me first. Hell yeah. All right, let's. I I just thought of this popped in my head while we're talking about this. What is your what have you found to be the best time to go into thrift stores? It's always being first if if you can honestly either first or like right after noon cuz like sometimes they'll put stuff out in the morning and then they'll mm-hmm. do it again like midday like mid afternoon. I find that um like you said the mid afternoon's the best because uh it's probably uh, it's like before or after a lunch break right um, for like, yeah like the typical work day and i i found that if i go right at the open they're not ready you know they're lazy mm-hmm. <laughs> most workers are lazy and they're, they're not gonna stock up the store before the shift starts you know that's true but it for the outlets especially like if you can get there oh yeah oh, in the yeah. morning like definitely go that's the only problem like when you work full-time I can't go on Friday. So, like, when I go in, like, Friday afternoon or Saturday mornings, like, I can, like, look at the wall and see that somebody picked through it already. And I'm just like, ugh, it's mm-hmm. going to be rough. <laughs> yeah, man. For for those Nike outlets, or if you're going to, like, a clearance store, first come, first serve, you get True. all that good stuff. Um, but with, like, thrift stores, I, I, I find, like, the afternoon, you know, those kind of times work best after you give the employees some time to bring stuff out, you know. I definitely agree with you. So, how how did you uh, build capital um, before you really started going crazy to the point where you can just walk into a store and if you find a thousand dollars worth of, um, you know, flip flip shit. So, say you find like ten pairs of shoes for a hundred bucks that you can make like five hundred dollars on. Uh, how did you build the capital to be able to like do that? I think on average, like per weekend, I probably spend between literally five hundred and a thousand dollars on shoes. But uh, I just, I'm kind of, I've been disciplined. Like I said, I've been doing this entrepreneur thing for a while, so I, I knew that I had to like save money initially. And then before that, I just sold all the stuff I had. Like I'm like, well, I don't use these clothes. I'm like, I have a bunch of books. I'm like, some of these books are worth like fifty, sixty dollars. So I sold mm-hmm. all the ones that I read already, and that's how I b- built it initially. It's wild. It's like just the shit in your house that you don't need. <laughs> Man, so much money sitting around. Honestly, you could probably make like most people don't even realize that they could make like $500 super fast. If they want to get rid of this stuff super fast. Like you could probably make triple that if you like took your time selling everything. One thing that surprised me about um, like when I started reselling and found like the value of stuff is like VCR and DVDR. DVR players or whatever, man, like there's so much money in those. And like, I would have never thought before I started reselling that VCR and DVD players and stuff 
are going to be worth so much money. That's what I love about the Flip Flip group because you can see all the different things that people mm-hmm. buy. So when you're out, even though I focus on shoes, I'm like, whoa, I know Drake sold this. So let me at least search comps for it or something. Make sure Dude, it works. That is the one of the biggest parts of uh, Flip Flip is just you, you, being able to see what other people are selling and then you can. You just build that mental list of all the good things that people are selling. And then you're like, oh, uh, I, I remember seeing that back in, you know, a couple of weeks ago when, uh, you know, Dre sold this or Terry sold that, you know. Right. I've been meaning to post my the shoes that I sell more often so that when people are out, they know what to look for at the outlets. Because I know when I go, there's like specific shoes that I know they've lowered the price down on. I'm like, if I grab these, these and these, that's like instant profit. For sure. Do you ever feel like if you post something that um, you might end up affecting your own sales <laughs> or uh, ruining the places in your area because you got other people in the area going to your stores? I mean, there's definitely a lot of people being in the D.C. area. Um, I kind of have a personal page on Instagram, so most of them aren't like entrepreneur per se. Mm-hmm. But I believe like obviously there's enough for everybody. You can still tell when people go through things, but, like there's enough, especially shoes for everybody. Like when you go to the outlet, especially on a good weekend, there's like three, four resellers there and they're all stacking up more books. Mm-hmm. Books, more shoes sometimes. So that almost pushes you to build your stack though. Like you're Seriously. it's a little race in the store. For real. You're like all like searching around and like you just like talk and you talk tips and tricks, so I don't mind sharing it. And plus, sometimes I just don't think people will work as hard as me. Nope. So. 99.9% of them aren't going to do shit. Exactly. They're just going to chill, you know? They'll think about it. They're like, oh, maybe I'll start doing that. But they never will. They never do. I mean, it's kind of, it's like you want them, you want some people to do like, hey, man, this really works. Like, when I go to my friends, I'm like, hey, like, you guys can come with me on the weekends. Like, we do this together. But like, they're all like, nah, I'm good. And then they're complaining about how they don't have any money. <laughs> That's the best. You hear it every single day from every person. You know, just one of those things. It's wild. It's too common. Too common, man. That's <laughs> what we're trying to do. We're trying to change that. Seriously. Get people up. Do this shit. You know, it's so real. It's so practical. Everybody needs to try it at least. Honestly, you agree? Yeah. And it's easy. You really, it really doesn't take up that much time, especially if you find out what you like, find stuff, you know, you have an eye for, and then you just spend maybe two, three hours on the weekend doing that. And then you list them in the next day and you just do that every week and you can pull in an extra, you know, three, $500 a month. Oh yeah. So if you were to tell a fellow uh, reseller beginning, um, they're seasoned or they're been reselling for like 20 plus years, what was What's one thing you would tell them? Uh, for beginning, I would definitely say just get out there and do it. Go out there and make mistakes. Like, because um, you're going to make mistakes. Like, go out there, buy stuff, and be like, oh, well, that's wrong. But it teaches mm-hmm. you, okay, don't grab that next time. And just keep experimenting until you get the hang of it. You Most likely, you're not going to spend more than 100 bucks. like, worst case scenario, learning things. And then for somebody experienced, like, they already know. Just keep working at it. Keep scaling. Find out what's not working and get rid of that. Find out what's working and keep improving upon that. 100%. Just don't dwell on your weaknesses and double, triple down on what's working. And you'll get somewhere, you know? 
For sure. Hey, man, I appreciate you hopping on this podcast. It was actually pretty fun um, since we just came out of the blue and just said, oh, yeah, let's do it right now, you know? <laughs> and we did. And it worked, you know? Didn't even need to get ready for it. You had no idea what I was going to ask, and we just kind of, you know, just chatted and got some stuff through that I think a lot of people need to hear. I appreciate you having me on, man. I I, I love talking any type of entrepreneurship with people. Mm-hmm. I love talking finances, all that stuff. So anytime, I'm I'm here. Hey, give one last shout out to your Instagram page. I'll put it in the description though after we're done here. Right, that's gonna be Darian TBE on Instagram. Come check me out and you know, send me a DM, ask me anything, and I'll freaking I'll answer. Do it, guys. All right, man. That was super fun. Uh, everybody listening, hope you got some value from this. Uh, Go check them out on Instagram, and as usual, keep on hustling.